In this episode of the Stretch Goals podcast, Scott and I are going to be talking about trusting your employees and do you trust them? This is the Stretch Goals podcast, where each week we share insights and lessons learned based on our experiences as entrepreneurs. We'll challenge you to create ambitious goals as you start and grow your business. I'm your host, Robert Dickerson. I'm Scott Davis. So this this week's episode, I wanted to talk about, do you trust your employees? Because I think a lot of times, founders, managers, you know, when you hire someone, you choose them and hire them because you think they can get the work done. But then you do things like you go micromanage them, you cut out benefits like working from home because you want to see what they're doing all the time. And so you're, you're not fully trusting that employee, even though you hire them to do the job. And so, you know, I've seen this a lot in the corporate world. And also, as a founder, when I'm hiring people, I want to hire people that I can trust and ask the right questions and, and bring them on and trust that they can get the job done and not, you know, not be following along behind them and let them work from anywhere, right? Because my business is distributed and people work from everywhere. And so I'm not going to be around them all the time to know what they're doing. I'm putting trust in them that they're, they're getting the work done. And so I want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I've always had this policy, even when I worked in the corporate world, and I've extended it to, to what I do now. If you're getting your work done, I'm not going to bother you. You can work 20 hours a week, and I'll pay you for 40 as long as you're getting your work done. But if you're not, I expect you to work 60 to get the work done. That's the thing. Like I'm, I'll let you do whatever you want. I'll let you work however you want. But I'm going to give you a set of tasks that you're going to agree should be completed, and I expect them to be done. And I'm not going to micromanage you. But if the trust is broken and you're not getting those things done, then I'm going to be asking you a lot of questions. And I don't want to have to do that. Yeah, because it takes a lot of time, right? I mean, I don't, I don't have time to go hire someone and then follow behind them and make sure they're getting things done. And so I think you have to set the accountability of, of talking to the person and say, here's what I expect you to do, the expectations, and then be able to have a way to measure that, right? Um, you know, in software, we can look at the code, we can look at their output. In other jobs, you can do something similar. No, figure out how you're going to measure that output, how you can tell if they're getting stuff done, and use that ability to measure to, to give them feedback to make sure that they're doing their work. So that way, they can work from anywhere, you can look at the quality, you can look at what they're doing and making sure they're getting things done. Right, and the key there is, like, if you let people work how they want to work, they're going to probably do a better job than if you're confining them to some you know, preconceived set of rules and notions about how they should be doing their job. So let them, let them do it their own way. You're probably going to get a lot better output out of them. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be more productive. I mean, everyone works best at different times and different locations. And that's, that's the thing I really like about remote work. Because for me, you know, at, at night, sometimes I'm more productive, like during the day, I'll go, I'll go work out because at certain times, I'm just not I can tell that I'm not going to be as productive. And everyone's different, right. And so to try to force people into a box to work at a specific time. I mean, within a corporate job, you know, sometimes you have to do that, you have to be there at a certain time. But, you know, if people need to work at night or something, give them that flexibility to get the job done when they see fit and when it fits within their schedule. Yeah, I agree. I mean, when Melissa Meyer from Yahoo, uh, Melissa Mayer, however you say it, when she publicly a couple years ago said, Yahoo will not allow any more remote working. I mean, in my head, I was like, well, that's the end of Yahoo. Right, because you've you've took the flexibility of life away. Now you're working a nine to five. Well, actually, you're probably working a seven to to eight. You know, seven a.m. to eight p.m. In, in Silicon Valley, because that's how the hustle is. But 
Now you can't go get your flat tire fixed. You can't take your kid to the doctor because you're at the office all day. You know, you can't even run to the bank to deposit your check if you don't have direct deposit. I mean, like that's the kind of things that like that that structure prevents you from doing and it creates more stress for you. So giving people flexibility, you know, maybe they don't work from home all day, but at least give them the flexibility to like go home in the afternoon, run an appointment and then work the rest of the day from home. It's, it's more effective, more efficient. Yeah, I mean, more more and more people are looking at that work-life balance and how they choose yeah. a company. They're looking to balance their life and get things done when they need to. And more companies are moving to kind of this remote workforce where people can work from anywhere. And so I think trust is becoming even more important now than maybe it was before when everyone was kind of in a central location and you're able to watch them and figure out what they're doing and manage them. I mean, you just have to have a higher level of trust in the people you hire and you have to ask the right questions and I know we talked about this in a previous episode, you know, asking the right questions, you know, bringing on people and maybe doing test projects or something like that to figure out if they're the right fit. And then once you've identified that, to kind of um, set that accountability so that they can get the work done. Yeah. I mean, what, I mean, have you ever had any issues with, with people on Upwork, you know, like not, you know, doing what they committed to? No, not really, because I, I make sure at the beginning I set those expectations of what I expect them to get done. I, I try to bring a level of transparency, especially when people are just starting out working with me. And I, I just hired uh, another guy the other day to help me with some stuff. And, you know, I'm just trying to set those expectations out front of, you know, sending me like the stuff you're working on, you know, checking in code more often so I can see what they're doing, at least to start out. And then when I kind of get a better feel about how they work, how long it takes them to do things, yeah. then I just let people run, man, because... That's what I hired them to do. I don't have time to like sit there and micromanage them. And the, the thing I've found about hiring people, especially um, you know contractors and people off of Upwork, is that you don't need a whole lot of hours. Like in a corporate job, a lot of times you might, you might be there for eight hours, but you're not doing eight hours of productive work, right? right? Maybe you're doing four to maybe six hours of productive work. And everything else is meetings and talking and yep. you know, who knows what else goes on. But when I hire people doing contracting and they can really focus, say, for four hours on a day on a specific task, it's amazing how much stuff they get done because yeah. then they're thinking about the work that they need to get done during their off hours, right? So they're kind of able to think and 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 plan and figure out what they want to do, right? If they if they come across a problem, they have that time to kind of think as opposed to just sitting there trying to hammer away at the problem. It's you know, similar as if, you know, you have a problem one day at work and you come back the next day in the morning and you solve it immediately, right? So it's it's that those extra hours are just kind of wasted trying to figure stuff out. And so you can be really productive when you sit down and focus and um, take away all the fluff and the other things that maybe come with being in a corporate environment. Yeah, and I hate meeting for meeting's sake. It's one of the dumbest things. Like, let's just have a regular meeting. No, like, let's get rid of the regular meeting unless you really need to meet. Like, I agree. If you can, if you can work from home or work in, a, in an environment where you can focus, that four hours is going to equate to eight hours of somebody else who's under an environment where they're not comfortable. So I agree. It's, it's all about giving them the flexibility to do what's most comfortable to them and get the most efficiency out of their work. Yeah, it's the, the whole multitasking aspect, too. If you, can, if you can remove that aspect and just have people focus on a specific task, and a lot of times that comes down to management to make sure that you know, you're not giving them too many different tasks, that they're yeah. really able to focus on a specific thing, then get that done, then move on to the next thing, right? Because if you start throwing all these different things and, and changing what they need to do in the middle of it, you know, that's just going to make things take even longer. Absolutely. 
So, I mean, the moral of the story is, you know, you got to put more trust in employees and you, you got to hire the right people. I think that that's the start of it. Hire the right people, then put your trust in them, set that accountability, set the way that you can figure out, you know, if they're getting the work done. And you'll be amazed at uh, the productivity people will have when you give them that freedom and that flexibility. Absolutely. We're, we're living examples of it, Rob. I mean, we, we get things done and we do it in our own way and we're super efficient at what we do. So guys, don't forget to check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, and now on YouTube. And uh, check us out on social media as well, stretchgoalsfm.com. See you next week. See you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Stretch Goals Podcast. You can access the show notes for this episode and listen to other episodes by heading over to stretchgoals.fm. Mm-hmm.